Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I was reading about uh, that toddler who did the right thing. It is always amazing when I hear and see how a lot of adults act. And I'm like, I know you're not preaching that at home. I know you're telling your kids to be nice to everybody on social media, yet about, you are not nice to people on social media. Think about being a master criminal, and you're about to get away with it. But some two-year-old goes, oh, he's in the closet. Yeah. So this was a woman. She was uh, on the lam, and the deputies were trying to catch up to her. They found this house where they thought she was to serve a warrant. And none of the adults in the house were going to give this woman up because she must have been a family member. But the little boy, the toddler, was like, mm, she's in that room right over there. <laughs> and they're like, good job, buddy. I thought that that, that was amazing. It's the worst. You know what's horrible is when they left, those adults probably said, you should not have told her, told them where she was. You know what I mean? Like told the toddler that they did something wrong. Have you ever had this happen? You're sitting around, you're having some drinks with some friends or whatever, and uh, and then all of a sudden your kid wanders in and goes, no, no, that's not the way it was, right? Like you got this great story going, and then your kid blows it up a little well, bit. don't lie then. Uh, I, I had, <laughs> don't lie about your story. I had this happen when my, my oldest son, Peyton, who's uh, a junior in college right now, which is so weird to think that he's going to be like out in the real world in a year and a half, but when I was coaching his 10-year-old baseball team, uh, he had... I think he was playing first base and I was kind of arguing a, a call at first and I had the umpire about ready to change his mind. Yeah. And he wanders in and he goes, no, 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 dad, he was safe. I was, I was off oh, the bag. Ouch. And I go, what are you doing? Get the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> like you can't, you can't scream at a 10 year old, but yeah. he, the, the umpire just looks at me and he kind of had that eye roll thing and he just kind of walks away. Yeah. And I'm like, I had him talked into it that your foot was on the bag. And That's he's so like, wrong. He, that he, is he so walks wrong. in and he goes, no, 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 my foot was off the bag, dad. That guy's safe. And I was like, you're a pure innocent child. What job, I got I got to rough you up. Yeah, I don't think so. But when was the last time you ever blurted out a secret? Maybe you said something in front of someone that you weren't supposed to. He's happening all the time. Yeah. Amy, I appreciate you calling. What was going on okay, here? Okay, so I was on the phone okay. with my sister who lives very far away. And we were all flying out there for her birthday later that week. And apparently she didn't know that. Apparently it was supposed to be a big surprise. Girl. I didn't know it was supposed to be a big surprise. So I said, I can't wait to see you Saturday. <laughs> and she's like, oh. see you Saturday. I was like, yeah, we're all flying out on Thursday. Oh. She's like, what? My mom was pretty mad about yeah, that. I'm yeah, I was going to say mom and dad got to be PO'd about so something like that. So when she said, what do you mean? See, you didn't pick up on it like oh i'm joking oh, i meant i was gonna facetime you <laughs> yeah like i thought we were facetiming on saturday so there was a great secret going on and you dumped what's your story we were taught we have a group text going on because i got us a verbo there and then i got us a big vehicle because you gotta, we remember, have to, you gotta remind everybody why you're going okay to, uh, so i'm going delaware Is that i'm where? going to oh my Rhode god Island? yes thank you I'm going to Newport, Rhode Island. Looks picturesque. We're staying just like 20 miles away from there in this big Verbo, but we're going for my cousin Will's wedding. So we have to fly into Boston. We have to drive 70 miles. So we all have like the same flight, basically, or the same times we're going to land. So I got this big SUV. Everyone's paid me already. I love Venmo, by the way. So everyone's paid me, by the way, and we are going to drive. And then my cousin chimed in like, what if the older people want to go home early? And then I said, well, we can, we can just get them uh, a ride home, like an Uber or a Lyft. Or home. just stick it out. It's one wedding they're a year. old. It doesn't matter. Tired. Get they them don't... a Red Bull vodka. 
my dad can't have a Red Bull. No. And so you want to see my dad on a Red Bull? I kind of do, actually. The stories. I know. The I stories. Greg on a Red Bull would be great. I don't know about that. But so she goes, yeah, we'll have to use your your Uber or Lyft. Your Uber account. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And then she said that she gave somebody a bad rating. She gave them a two because she was in the cities and she had a, an Uber driver pick her up and then they had to stop for gas. And wait, she, why? If, because they had to get gas. You give them a two rating. She did. Wow. She said that she was. She Who was is, drunk. is this your aunt Nora? No, it's my oh. cousin. So she said that she was drunk and she just didn't want to deal with that BS. But oh, you can't God. take back a bad rating. Did you know that? Like you no. can't give a two star and then go, oh, I was drunk. I'm sorry. You're human and had to stop. Get gas. I should have given you the five. So I've given two bad ratings in my life. One was because the car we drove. So the guy picked us up at the air, uh, dropped the car off. At, we used um, what Turo. Okay. Instead of uh, whatever. And I guess I didn't even know if you can take that back. But uh, when he, he left the car with us and as we drove out of the airport area, the check engine light came on. Oh. And uh, and so I text him right away. I go, hey, was this on earlier? And he's like, no. And I said, well, how about this? Uh, I'll, I'll do just a quick check the next time we hit a gas station because I knew we were going to have to fuel up. And um, and I'll take I'll keep an eye on it for you. And he said, that's fine. And let me know if something else goes wrong. So uh, intermittently throughout the trip, the check engine light would come on and off. And I'm guessing it was just a sensor because nothing was wrong with the car. And uh, and then he dinged us at the end. He wanted us to pay extra because we did something to the car. Really? And I was like, you can take off number one. I'm not paying you more. Number two. So I I, I hit him up on the uh, on the the review saying, hey, you gave us a, a car that that gave us problems. Lemon. Yeah. And then the other one, uh, I was I'm trying to think of even what city I was in. But I remember it was one of those where like you're at a, a like a work convention mm-hmm. and you go to get a ride. Because you don't want to be with those people anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I wasn't having a good time. Well, I wasn't, wasn't having a good time. And uh, the guy picks me up in a minivan, which was fine. I didn't I didn't care. I So I opened up the sliding door. And by the time I got the sliding door shut, he was already back into the argument with his girlfriend on the phone. Oh, okay. Like his phone is up against the dash. And she's chomping at him. I mean, she is coming at him hard. I don't know what he did. So you kicked him twice. So he's getting kicked by her, and then you. Well, I just gave him a bad rating because I'm like, I, it was only a five mile ride back to my hotel room. So why couldn't you just deal with it? Because well, I didn't why? want to. Because I didn't pay for that. I paid you? for a nice, quiet ride back to my hotel. I didn't want to hear this guy's domestic problems. Are such he, a hypocrite. That guy should have said, someone- said, "Lady, I'm gonna call you back after I drop this bald dude off." And then that's exactly how that should have went. I didn't want to hear about how mad she was because he forgot milk. Don't fast talk over me. Mm. You know exactly how you would react if I told you I was at a work convention somewhere, took an Uber, and I gave someone a bad rating because they had a domestic on the phone. That ain't my problem. That is your domestic. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, So we were asking what bad rating you've given lately, whether it's for Uber or Lyft, because my cousin is going to have me use my my apps when we're in Rhode Island in case we have to send the old people back to the house to go to sleep so we can party all night uh, for my cousin's wedding. But she's like, yeah, I had a bad experience. I shouldn't have given a two rating, but you can't like take a bad rating back. But her Uber driver had to stop for gas. She's like, listen, it's part of your job to be gassed up, ready to go. And don't take me on all these detours. 
that I might have to pay for. But Rhonda says just recently we had to give a bad rating to our Uber uh, to Dave and Buster's. He only said yes to every single question. He had garbage all over the front seat. We had to clear it out. We had four people and all the windows were fogged. He didn't turn the defrost on. We could barely see out any window. He could barely see out the front. I ended up writing help backwards on my passenger (laughs) window, which don't do that. That could be a little dangerous, but... Yeah, sometimes I I don't think people got the memo of what it takes to make people feel comfortable if they were to give someone a ride. You ever have one that was so far over the top with like free gum laid out for you and uh, they let you pick the music and everything like that? You ever had one of those? Yes, when I was in the southern part of the state for work, I totally ditched the two guys that I was with. They're young. They can handle the night. I was like, I need to go take my makeup off and watch some ghost shows. So I left them, called a lift, or uh, had a lift pick me up, and she had a whole bowl of candy in the back seat, which is so dangerous. I had like four mini Reese's peanut butter cups. I had a Twizzlers pull and peel on my short ride back to the hotel, but it was still lovely. And she had little mini bottles of water in a little cooler. Yeah. It was her first week doing it, so I don't know if she'll be able to keep up the refreshments. Radio paparazzi. So she was on a show, Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney, and um, she ghosted her castmates. Some people saying, oh, you got too big for us. Oh, you're too much of a celebrity that you really don't want to hang with us anymore. And that wasn't the case. I think I slowly became like kind of shamed. Like I felt ashamed of the, the decisions that I made. And I didn't want you guys to see me in the state that I was in because A, you would have told me the truth, which terrifies me. And B, I, I didn't want to let you down. You're going to make me cry. Come on. I also think when you're that age, people know the true you. Like, I feel like when I was 20 living in Fargo and I was with that group of people, like that was like, I don't know. I just felt a genuine connection, even though I only knew them for a year. It was like, uh, that was maybe me being my true self back then. So I get what she's saying. Okay. So the Dominique, the diva, was making some comments on a podcast where she had known Michael B. Jordan back in the day. And um, I don't know, would you have taken this as an offense? You know what I really think deep down inside? I think that Michael B. Jordan is just like a nice, corny guy. And I don't mean that as a slight, right? I mean, we all know that the nice, corny guys treat you the best. You know, it's so crazy. I went to school with Michael B. Jordan and we went to Chad Science together in Newark. And to be honest with you, we teased him all the damn time because his name was Michael Jordan. Jordan. Like, <laughs> let, like, let's start there. And he was no Michael Jordan. Whoa. So wait for it, because he runs into this chick on the red carpet the uh... other day. And his reaction, it's not, he's not happy about that comment. All right. So while most of us have moved on from the Super Bowl, yeah, the Chiefs won. Awesome. Uh, but they're world champions. They just still want to party. They all went to Vegas to watch the chain smokers like Patrick Mahomes was there. Guy Moore, um, Travis Kelsey was there, and he decided to spray down the whole crowd with champagne. Yeah. Love it. Of the world. Did you notice that at the airport in Mexico, anybody that had a chief sweatshirt on? They'd be like, yeah, yeah, Chiefs. Oh, like they they I do that with so anyone excited. I see that's got Cubs gear on. I saw really? a couple of people. One guy in, uh, that was from Austria that was down in Mexico had a Cubs shirt on the one day. I'm like, go Cubbies. He's like, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just what we do. This brings you together. It's- like people that own VW Bugs. You know, they honk at each other. Right.
because they have nobody else in the world. Or like when you see somebody without a colon, you're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> That's right. No colon, buddy. We bump our bags what's together. Up, what's up, Jay Pouch? <laughs> I don't have a bag. All right, blowing out their candles today. Jason Aldean is 46. Allie Larder is 47. And Pat Monahan is 54. Can you help me? on the same page, we're going to refer to our listener this morning as Lisa, who requested voice change. And so I'm going to do the best I can here to make sure that uh, we keep you kind of under the covers, because I know that, well, odds are pretty good. This is going to blow up pretty quick. So just kind of tell everybody what you were telling us, will you? Okay. So I work in a company and a gal that was supposed to train me in, but never trained me. But anyway, um, she, before she left, she kind of showed her real personality, and I'm new to the company. Um, and she sings all the time, and she's a horrible singer. Okay. So she had a baby, and she comes back next week. And is there some polite way to say, you're a horrible singer, and you're really annoying, so please don't sing. And then beyond the singing, she smacks her gum. She, with her lips, she does a, I can't even do it. And she does it all the time for no particular reason. Like, she put chapstick on, you know, but she does it constantly. And the smacking of the gum. But the worst thing is the singing. So I don't know if you guys have any kind of a, you know, nice way of... And she listens to KCLD. That's why I'm like, I don't want you to put my real voice on the radio. So let me get this right. Uh, a co-worker you have is super annoying because she chomps on her gum, pops her lips, and sings out of key. But I want to know, like, what prompts her to sing? Does she okay, so we used to have a co-worker, and he would walk by and go, hello, cat. Like that? Is it like a nervous thing, or is she, like, full-on singing She sings song? with the radio? Oh, full-on singing. And she'll usually have, like, the radio or, you know, whatever it is on in the background. I don't know if she listens to Spotify or whatever. I don't know. Instead of being super happy for her and the birth of a miracle child, you want us to piss on her parade the second she comes back to work? Well, you need to have a good work environment, too. Like, she kind of is, like, monopolizing that whole situation. Yep. And it's not like it's just one song or something. It's every song. And it doesn't matter if it's country music or KCLD music or whatever. And she sings it really loud and she's not a good singer and it's like, okay, like I, you know, I get into singing too. And do all of you feel the same way? Well, it's actually, the one gal I talked to is like, she said things are super annoying too. And then the one gal's like, oh, I miss her and I miss her singing. <laughs> I don't. Just like, oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Like I said, I'm still new there. And, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, like, ruffle any feathers. But, and yes, AJ, you had said something about her being happy. I'm all about her being happy. But is it at the expense of all of us? <laughs> Just quietly happy. <laughs> and like I sing too, but I sing quietly. I don't sing loud and belt it out for everybody, you know. And it's like for sing to yourself. I can tell that you're just getting worn down by this. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. All right, so best thing might be for us to just toss this out to our listeners and get their suggestions. You can call or text right now, and if you just want to wait on hold, you're going to kind of hear everything through the phone, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. I just heard, we're going to call her Lisa a couple of seconds ago. Lisa's dilemma is that she has this coworker who is now coming back from maternity leave, and before she left, this person just sang 
at the top of her lungs, basically, with everything on the radio. So she's distracting at work, and yeah, she sings songs very loudly. Some people don't have that gauge, you know, where they're like, hmm. There are about eight people. It sounds like an intimate work environment. There are eight people. Should I keep it down? People are trying to work. We have somebody like that around here, and it it is. It's a lot. 0487 already texted in. Uh, go ahead and try and top her. Okay. Like sing louder. Like sing louder? Yeah. I'm singing. I don't know if that's <laughs> going to help at all. Jenna, thoughts on this? How should she get through it? Okay, so I totally understand that it's annoying. Um, I have, you know, some coworkers, when they get sick, I feel like they're coughing and doing like that, <laughs> like for months on end. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I get it. Like the, that constant like noises and everything can be a lot. But I wouldn't address the problem, especially coming back from maternity leave. Uh, there's going to be some... Stuff that she's processing through anyway, so maybe throwing that out would not be the greatest time. But in the meantime, I'm telling you, I got these earplugs. They're called Loop earplugs. Um, you can buy them online. They're they basically like cancel out like background noise, but you can still have like conversations with people when they're close by. Okay. Wait, well, spell that Loop L O O P earplugs. Yeah. yeah. So how are they yep. going to cancel yep. out different- somebody that's belting out a tune? I don't know if that. That's true. So they do make ones that are quiet, so they cancel out most noises. Too. Yeah. I just don't know what she does for work, like if she can totally tune all of it out or she needs to be, like, present for some stuff during the day. But Like, yeah. I know you're calling to give her advice, but could I use these to stop waking up when my wife snores like a cavewoman? Yeah, that's why I am. That's why I got them. I got the quiet. They're called the quiet loops, but then they make other ones, too, where, like, there's different decibels that they cancel out. So Yeah. yeah. Good you call. make a really good point having this woman come back from maternity leave. Like, as a woman, I don't know if you've, have you ever had to go on maternity leave? You feel like, oh, um. Yeah, I have, I have an eight month old right now. So I'm not too far away from coming back from maternity leave. Um, yeah. She was 12 weeks old. And honestly, like, at that point, you're just trying to survive. So exactly. I, you have all those thoughts, like, am I still even needed here? You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to throw yeah, that on top exactly. of it. Yeah, it's too much. So just, like, in the meantime, lay low, try to manage it on your own, and then when it's maybe a more appropriate time, I would try to address it if it's still becoming an issue. Jenna, you're too smart for this show. (laughs) On the other hand, Jim, you're over here, too. Are you too smart for the show? What's your thoughts, man? Oh, no, I'm I'm dumb as (laughs) hell. I would just say, what'd you do with that money? And she'd say, what money? And then you say, the money your mama gave you for singing lessons because it's going to be the boy. Let's begin now. Ah, uh, Tuesday Vibes, officially engaged. And welcome into the Playhouse. It's Kat and JJ. How we living? I am good. How are you? It's good, man. I'm feeling all right. Good. What did you do yesterday? Give me some fun. I did just like a ton of stuff. What did I do? Went home, took a nap, <laughs> and then uh, went and got Liam, and then went home and just had to get a ton of stuff done there. I got uh, a bunch of commercials done in our basement and then packed him. They're going skiing all day. Like what a fun. Hey. Yeah, what a fun like trip. a school event. Mm-hmm. Right on. All day. I'm like we Good day would, for it. We would walk to the meat plant and see how they make sausage. That was our like field trip in Jesus. school. At we went age. to the lumber yard once. Yeah. See, like how crazy, how wild is a lumber yard? So yeah, they're going to go skiing all day and then I'm going to go get him. And then we have a baseball parent meeting tonight and blah, blah, blah. We did our baseball okay. parent meeting last night. Oh, nice. How was it? Uh, I got a good workout. Hey, uh, listen, I don't want to be that guy 
But oh God. it's enough already with the working out. What you, are you people that about? got your memberships at the end of December or the beginning <laughs> of January, start phasing out. My gym was packed yesterday at noon. That is so rude, and it's not your gym. Start falling off like normal years and get the hell out. Make way. Are you shaming people for sticking with their New Year's resolution and healthier lifestyle? It's it's really, really getting in my way. I need you to start either going really early in the morning, really late at night, or just fall off the wagon like most people because it is exhausting waiting for you to get off a machine or drop some dumbbells. You have a home gym. I like the other gym better. Home gym is for the backup. Okay. Right? What a rich thing you to say. It did sound a little oh facetious, Oh, my God. Only everyone has a friggin' problem. And they brought their problems to the playhouse. This is the People's Court. Yes, I said People's Is, so we don't get sued. Today, you decide the fate of Britney's puppy. Not really going to happen how it's supposed to happen, but when I read about it, it's always a tricky spot to be in me not being like a complete pet lover. I'm like, put it down. And I shouldn't say that right away because someone's baby. Okay, but, so what happened here? Okay, so Brittany has a Doberman named Portia who has been trained to protect Brittany. Yeah, she's okay? a big star. That makes sense. So Brittany is out on the trails in Thousand Oaks, California. This elderly guy gets off his bike who's also on the trails. Uh, oh, here, puppy, puppy. You don't just like go up, especially to a Doberman pincher and do a here puppy puppy, you know, and the dog reacted as it was trained to and bit the man. And so animal control issued a warning to Brittany also gave the man the option to go the route of encouraging Brittany to put this dog down because you shouldn't have this dog out in public. What if it got off a leash and found a child? And had a more devastating end. Uh, what to is it. here? So Brittany's security team grabbed the dog and brought it back home. But now Brittany is dealing with maybe the the in limbo moment of what's this guy gonna do? Hopefully, this guy, obviously being a dog lover, if he's gonna go up to the dog like that and try to pet it, won't want to put it down. But I did. The guy I coach with, um, his son had his whole top lip like bit off like that. They had to stitch it back together. By whose dog though? A friend's dog. Really? Yeah. And um, I don't think they put the dog down. I just don't think they ever went around the dog again, but I don't know. I think I'd go that route. I don't think I'd ever go around the dog again. Well, but if there's a child, you know how kids are just, they're rough with pets, you know, sometimes a, it, it's an animal. It will react the way it's supposed to. Some are wired differently. Some are wired to play with you. Some are wired to be companions. Some are wired to protect. Some are basically bred to attack. Yeah. I had a friend in elementary school and her younger sister was in second grade. And the little girl, we were at the park and we had left and uh, that family stayed. And there was a dog that came across the field, just bounding out of the woods bounding towards the family and took the little girls and she had no skin on her forearm. Like they it had to ate her forearm. It just like not ate her forearm, like a chicken but leg? literally ripped the skin off. Jesus. So there was about an eight inch uh, spot where they had to put different skin from uh, somewhere else. I don't know. But I mean, 
right, so let's turn this over to you. That's this is tragic. what we kind of just barely touched on it yesterday. And I thought this would be great to turn over to our listeners. How do you feel about this? Lisa had texted my daughter was bit in her cheek stitches and uh, good mark 10 years later. It was my brother's dog. So that's why we decided not to push, put it down. This but, one's tough. If you got thoughts, yeah. text us. Remember yesterday when yeah. you had said, I think a lot of people go into a marriage now knowing they can get divorced. 100%. It kind of rang a bell with me. Uh, I'm very happy with my marriage. I'm hoping my wife is too. But it made me start thinking about, I think, I, I think that you're absolutely right that a lot of people go into marriage and they go into it pretty half-assed because they know a divorce is pretty easy. Well, I don't know if it's half-assed, but I do know that a lot of people know that it's an out. Excuse me, that they have a way out in case it doesn't work. Where I went into it like, this has to work. There's really only, I think, one thing, um, maybe two things that would make me call it quits. You know, like repeat adultery and then physical violence. Those are the two that I think give you the out. But other than that, you got to work on stuff, especially if you have kids. It made me start thinking about other things that used to be way up here on a pedestal and are now a joke. For instance, the NFL Pro Bowl. It was just a couple of weeks ago. It ended up being, what, a flag football game? It was. It's just stupid. Yeah. When I, I remember growing up, that Pro Bowl was so cool. It would be such an honor to be elected to the Pro Bowl. And I remember watching it with my old man and being like, these are the like 60 best players in the NFL. Yeah. And it meant something. That's a joke right now. Awards shows, the Grammys, American Music Awards, MTV Video Music, they're all just a joke now. That is a good one because, yeah, I used to sit there and I would watch it from beginning yeah. to end. But, like, if you watch the MTV any awards, they're just so poorly done. Even the Nickelodeon one, you would watch to see who was going to get slimed. The CMAs are done very well. I have to give it to them. Everything is but timed ratings out. have plummeted so bad. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to spend money on advertising for these things. So here's what I wanted to do real quick. I'm not trying to focus on the negative, but what in your mind used to be way up here on a pedestal and now is a joke? I would say wave pools. Wave pools were a big deal in my life. I lived for going to like Bunker Lake Wave Pool, and now it's just a giant toilet. When you get older, you're like, (laughs) did somebody shock that last night? Do we know if it's been properly You're in a sterile, so I don't know what you're so wired up about. I look around, and there's a staff of only 17-year-olds, so I can only imagine that they could not wait to get out of work and maybe skipped a few things on their checklist. So, yeah, when it comes to like pools and... I, I would take a lake. I would take a lake over a pool any day. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, can I play you some audio of somebody who used to be way up there and now a joke? Like we always do with this time. Good one. Yeah. I think Kanye has had the biggest fall from grace yeah. in in music that that isn't an illegal thing, right? R. Kelly's fall from grace. Michael Jackson's fall from grace. Yeah. You get a lot of these people that get into something that's, you know, illegal. And Kanye just kind of hurt himself with his words. But for me, other than the, I mentioned the Pro Bowl, I mentioned the award shows. But the single biggest thing as a tax-paying, middle-aged, rare book expert. Is what? Politicians. Yeah. You're all a joke. Nobody, now, listen, if you're a local politician, you're grinding, good for you. 
I'm sure you're doing good work. Don't the lose The problem yourself. is, the problem is, you are paying the sins of your predecessors. Mm-hmm. The, I, and, and, he, and I'm not trying to sound like this old grumpy guy, but I distinctly remember when it was like election season and my parents would watch debates with like Ronald Reagan on TV. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, this guy is cool. He wants something good to happen. He's tough. Yeah. He knows what's up. You know, and uh, and then I got really a lot of respect for him after he got shot at and didn't die. Mm-hmm. And then he went back out in public. Yeah. I was big on that. I think, I think I, we've always said throughout political season that if you're telling me what you're going to do for me, that will get my vote. If I know that joke. it's going to be something good. But I mean, the, the whole thing is a mess that just attack, attack, attack. It's it's who can such a waste of my time. More billion. dollars. It's a popularity contest to run the country. Yeah. It's just stupid in a video that's going viral there's a and this is the worst thing to happen to a parent you videotape your child and you want them to be so happy about this expensive disney trip that you just bought them and they react like this hi hi is this a surprise where guess where we're going where we're going to disney world today are you excited okay. not the reaction wow. What are you crying about? Why are you scared? (laughs) Instantly worried about the plane. Listen, I would have laughed too until this last plane ride, and that was horrific. I can't believe you got so shook about that. It was so scary. Are you kidding me? You looked at me like I looked at you, and I'm you were upset as well. I I was I was a little shocked that it was that rough, but when I looked at you, I was so shocked at. How you looked like you all the color was gone from your face and we were off our seats. You weren't off your seat. Yes, we were. But, you know, there's like uh, in front of you, there's the, the the kind of the pocket where they put all the pamphlets. Cat had both hands on that and was like riding it like a chopper. <laughs> like she was like she was so. was so and then, and then cause when I looked at her, I, I mean, I was like I, I was looking at you jokingly like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I saw your face and I'm like, oh, my God, she's really messed up. It and is. then I see and then I see your husband <laughs> kind of patting you on the leg like it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, people think we're going to die. So option number one. OK, right here. Then option number two. What are you doing? Are they better or, be- or not? You have to have glasses. No, I don't have to. Oh, are those for vanity? No, no, no they're not. No, no. So, like, uh, again, I got, uh, I had my <laughs> LASIK. On again. Come I had on my on LASIK uh, 20 years ago, and one of my eyes is starting to fade a little bit. So, okay. is this better? Is that glasses? option number one? Oh, my God. Okay. Is that better or option number two? People can check this out on my Snapchat, Pooh okay. Bag Diva, all one word. So I haven't had, no. Uh, wow. This is, it's a little bit of a, a traumatic thing for me because I grew up, when I had, I, my first pair of glasses I had before I got into kindergarten. Yeah. And I have, ho- I have bad genetics as far as eyes go. Horrible eyes. And so when I was maybe uh, like a teenager, I was able to get contacts, but they're not like the flexible ones. They're glass. They're actual yeah. Hard, I think they call them gas permeable contacts because I have such such a bad astigmatism. I know this sounds geeky, but it's the curvature of your eye. And so when I was uh, a little bit later in life, like right before Trish and I started having kids, I had a chance to get LASIK and I did like all the endorsements, like all the TV, newspaper and radio ads for Crosby Eye Clinic. 
for a, like a full year in exchange for my LASIK. And the older I'm getting now, one eye is drifting just a little. So I think this one is, this one's 2020, this one's like 2030. Yeah. And so my uh, optometrist said, well, we can get your glasses if you need them. Are you having trouble at, you know, reading or anything like that? I'm like, no. But, um, but so I, I got them just to see what the difference would be like. And it has been so long since I put a pair of glasses on yeah. that it's wigging me out. So I got to try them like five minutes a day. So drifting, are you saying like one is veering off? Well, no, no, no. It's just okay, getting worse. Because I wouldn't be able to. No, no, I'm not going to have a lazy high stop. You're such a jerk. There are people that, have, God. That's a, I know. They got to find the humor in it. Oh, my God. It's just an eye. And you, you'd constantly be like, over here, over here. Uh, no, no, my I eye is not, it's not going out. It's just my, my vision is going to drift. And I learned yeah. a lot of things. Like, do you know that we'll all get a cataracts? We'll all get cataracts. Oh, wow. Do you know what, do you know what that is? Uh, so the cataracts, cataracts is the yellowing of the lens. Yes. Right? And it, it's going to happen to everybody because the eye is only meant to be, you know, good for 70, 80, whatever years. Now what they do is they can go in with a surgery and they take out your current lens. They put in a permanent one Ooh. and it'll help your vision, right? They can make it <clears throat> so that it uh, it amplifies your vision. Okay. But then... When you need more light to come in, they go up next to you with a little laser or like a button and they pop it and then your eye, your vision gets better. It's like turning up a TV. It's like, have you ever been to a conference room where they have those smoked out windows? Yeah. And somebody just presses a button and boom, you can't see. Okay. That's exactly what they can start doing with your eye. Well, I guess it boils down to, can you see better with those glasses on? So I put them on this morning as we were prepping the show and I was sitting in front of my computer and I felt like I leaned back a little bit, like I wasn't leaning in. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe I read a little bit better. I'll do this. Uh, I looked at, we have, like, a bottle of melatonin in our bathroom. Yeah. And this morning, when I, brush, I was brushing my teeth, I put the, uh, the glasses on, and I was able to just read the bottle of melatonin without picking it up and bringing it closer to my face. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, I won't use them. If in it's like going to every... improve your life. Maybe. I won't call you names. <laughs> See, that was the thing. I knew I was going to get four eyes, geek, <laughs> nerd, nerd, bomber. Nerd. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.